0: Bye. <laughs> Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, it is Mr. Gadgets, and the next installment of my path towards Linux, and some of you might be saying, who is actually going to get to running Linux, and believe me, it's been a long path. but this is the one where I actually start running Linux on a regular basis. I was looking out there uh, while over at the barbecue joint, pick up some stuff for dinner, and uh, I Looked out on mrgadgets.blogspot.com, which is also linked to mrgadgets.com. And that's my blog, which I have been running since, I don't know, 2003 at least, I guess, or something like that. Uh, I didn't go back to the very beginning, but I did look for uh, some specific things. And the first entries that I could find out there uh, was uh, March of 2004. Back then, I was carrying around a work laptop that was an IBM ThinkPad. They were still from IBM back then, T20, and it was getting a little long in the tooth at that particular time. And you know, in terms of the dog years that are computer years, but that was my work machine, and uh, it uh, it was having some problems that I blogged about in this you know March entry of 2004. And uh, I mentioned that what was I going to do to actually recover the data on this because it had thrown a blue screen of death. And I was going to get a new machine ordered in the process here. And uh, I was using the first Linux distribution that I started using on a regular basis, and that was Nopix. So sometime previous to 2004, and I don't know where I found out about Nopix. This is uh, the very first, you know, early days of podcasting. So I may have heard about it on a podcast, or uh, it could just be on a website or things that I was looking uh, uh, at things out there. But somewhere along the line, uh, uh, I found out about this new live CD, and this is a totally new concept. Instead of going through the installs, which I had tried back in the 90s, and I was always doing this on laptops, and laptops have always been more difficult for Linux, at least uh, until more recent uh, days here. But back in this time period, laptops were really difficult uh, for Linux to get everything running and everything uh, working you know, uh, as it should be. And supposedly this Mopix thing would detect hardware, load what it is that it needed to run, And it was supposed to be just the best thing since widespread. So I tried it. I don't know whether I got a live CD, you know, from a magazine, which, you know, since not all of us had high-speed data, you know, to the home and all that kind of stuff. It was still uh, a lot of the sources of these things. Uh, It might have been in a maximum uh, maximum PC that it was, you know, uh, a CD that was included, or uh, an actual Linux magazine, but somewhere along the line, I got a copy of Opix and I stuck it in the drive, and I booted it up, and it was golden. It was like, oh my gosh, it you know, it detects, and it runs, and it's got the graphics running, and I didn't have to do anything. And it even figured out, Wi-Fi and got the Wi-Fi connected to my home Wi-Fi that I had, and I was just flabbergasted. I mean, this was this was easy as pie. I mean, this you didn't you didn't have to do anything. It just ran to the point that at the this time when I was having this problem in 2004, so it's sometime previous to that that I had started using Nopix and. Uh, At this particular time, and there's some subsequent uh, things there over the next few weeks when I used to blog, okay, uh, before podcasts came along and started (laughs) taking over my life, I used to blog back in the day, and this was a time frame when I was still blogging on a regular basis, and I had uh, several entries there about the machinations of getting my T20 rebuilt by the IT people at work, and then there was a new machine, because like I say, this was getting a little bit old. And uh, so uh, the the new machine was going to be on order, and I was seriously considering. And what I ended up actually doing was using Nopix, as a, I refer to it as a virtual PC. I would log on with Nopix with the live CD, and this was back in the time frame where you couldn't really install it from the live CD, right? You could just run the live CD. But the live CD did everything I needed it to do. And what I would do then is I wouldn't store anything on the hard drive that was internal to the laptop. What I would do instead was I had various USB drives, and I even had a, a PC card uh, slot drive, and I had a micro drive, uh, which was this little compact uh, flash card-sized, uh, drive, but it was a real spinning hard drive. And uh, those came out initially uh, in the megabyte range, a 340 megabyte one I know I had at one point. And uh, I think I had upwards of a 5 gig. I think that was the biggest one I ever had. The micro drive. And then uh, the micro drive was cool because it would fit into my Axiom, uh, my Dell Axiom uh, 50X. Uh, that was my last of my Windows, uh, you know, my Windows Mobile-based PDAs, if you will. I carried that around for quite a while, and it had a PC, uh, it it didn't have a PC card slot, but it had a compact flash slot in that. And so I had 5 gigs of storage, and in fact, I would do a little bit of these, Supposed podcast that my podcast that never gets started, and I would I was recording live to microdrive, and I was uh, driving around with uh, that in my pocket and recording. There was a guy who did a very interesting podcast back then on his drive time, and he worked at uh, at uh, not Silicon Graphics. He he worked at uh, Industrial Light Magic. That's it. And uh, he was a very interesting podcast for a while. And he did his to an axiom. Uh, anyway, I was. Recording live to microdrive—that was going to be my signature phrase. So I had uh, that five-gig compact flash card, and I think that was readable by Nopics too. Anyway, I had various ways to store data, and so what I would do is go online, and I was, uh, you know, doing all my web surfing and everything like that. And I actually uh, started doing that for all my personal stuff. I just save things out to a USB stick. Uh, and I would uh, go ahead and, and do things there with the uh, Nopix disk. And so that was my initial foray into using Linux, and it was very functional. Uh, in fact, uh, I have a part of those those uh, posts that I have from back in 2004. That was back when my oldest daughter was still in school, and she brought home uh, during her break uh, from school, she brought home her laptop, and I was able to borrow her laptop. And the interesting thing about using Nopix with that was not to recover data or anything like that, but rather, it was a problem with her XP and the wireless drivers. At this particular time, we were still using, and I mentioned this in an earlier uh, podcast, which I think got recorded properly And and played in that '90s time frame. I had a uh, airport, which was actually initially being used with its crossover of the modem that was in the original airports. thing looked kind of like a miniature frying saucer. It was this round thing. It actually ended up with a PC card, uh, wireless B uh, card that was in it that provided the wireless portion of things. And uh, this is late '90s. And then it would dial in to the AT&T dial-up account that we had because we didn't have a cable modem yet. So uh, we were sharing the dial-up account, and I had it set up to dial in. Well, we were still using that. Now, by 2004, we had the cable modem in, but I was still using that old wireless uh, router and plugging it into the Ethernet and uh, and using that to provide Ethernet. uh, I mean, wireless to the house. And XP just didn't want to stay connected to that ancient old airport uh, router. But it worked fine when I went over to my best friend's house and the router that they had. So something about XP's wireless drivers did not like the old airport and and refused to maintain a connection to it. But when I slapped Nopix in there and booted up on it, it stayed connected fine. And so the live CD, Nopix was the first one, and everybody's used to them now. But man, that was a revolution. De- detecting the the uh the the drivers that it needed, detecting the hardware automatically figuring. I can't think of a machine that I slapped that into that I couldn't get it running. And I continued to do this kind of virtual laptop until eventually some of the other live CDs came out, and that next step was Ubuntu, and I discovered Ubuntu. But that will be the next in my path to Linux. And there's some things that I learned and things that I started doing that are part of this continuation of virtualizing my laptop at work and not doing anything with the work machine except using the hardware platform to run my own operating system. But that will happen the next time because I'm home now, So be careful out there not only uh, driving the streets if they're as wet as the ones I'm on now or uh, out there on the electronic frontier. And as always, I'll be blazing the trail ahead of you. Until next time, this is Mr. Gadget signing off from Kansas City, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye now. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. For more information on the show and how to contribute your own shows, visit HackerPublicRadio.org.